Good morning, everyone. This is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the show. Sorry about yesterday. I had to, uh, if you have commitment issues, I I hurt you <laughs> yesterday. But by the time I realized that I hadn't done a podcast, the day had just gotten away from me. I had a change in my schedule and I just did not adapt and include Mad Love. But I was thinking about you and sending you guys some good energy. Um, I hope you were able to find motivation uh, yesterday on your own. Uh, so, yeah, uh, basically, uh, life's going pretty good. The Cardinals are getting housed. That's horrible. That's always upsetting. I'm glad they made it to the NLCS. But, I mean, you know, you're on a national stage. Show some fight. Not being able to hit is terrible. And the Cardinals' biggest problem, I think, is once uh, Oscar Tavares died, they just did not have a plan. They let they let Albert go, which I got. You know, he just he wanted more money and he wanted to be somewhere else. So he left and they were like, great, we've got Oscar Tavares. Well, they didn't count on him going to the Dominican Republic over the summer and and dying in a car crash. So they never really had a big bat. They just struggled to try to figure out, you know, who they could get. And they had Carlos Beltran for a while. Uh, we got a couple other rented bats, but no big signings, no big hitters. And, uh, you know, increasingly I had to stop watching. So I did tune into the playoffs and, uh, we fought against Atlanta, but this just looks bad. And I love DC, so I'm happy for the Nats, but man, I want my home team to always fight. And this has been rough. So that's my uh, take on that. Um, yeah, will people please stop talking about Colin Kaepernick? Somebody brought up Kaepernick yesterday. I'm like, dude, it's a it's a wrap. He's not coming back. And I would be curious to see if he could play at this level still. I mean, eventually your skills diminish as you age. We watch it all the time, except for Tom Brady. Um, what else is on my brain? You know, I think it's important to... Um, I'm going to circle back to a couple things I spoke about last week and I'd probably talk about all the time. Your friends matter. The group of people you hang around with, that's who you are reflecting. So, um, again, you know, I'm going to look at you sideways. If the people around you don't tell the truth, if the people around you aren't really into the rules, if the people around you are kind of lazy, I'm going to look at you and think you're all those things too because... They're your people. You know what I mean? Um, Your group matters. Who you surround yourself with matters. People pay attention to that. And when you're out in the world, your friends are an extension of you. So how people receive your friends is, is how they receive you. So what your friends are projecting, it really matters. And I, I just want people, whether you're in high school or younger or older, and trying to advance in your career. You know, I've had more than one person, you know, tell me, well, I I don't understand why I'm not getting promoted. And I'm like, if you're friends with anybody you work with, and they look at some of the stuff you post on Facebook, that's why you're not getting promoted. Just sorry. And I know you think it's private. And I know you feel like you're just talking to yourself. But you're not. And most people aren't savvy enough about the way they do their um, security on there. Half the time you think 
you know, you're you're only showing to your friends and then all of a sudden it's broadcast everywhere. Somebody can look at all your pictures. They can see, you know, so if you're not really super savvy on the security settings, anybody can just pull up your page and they can get a sample size of of what you're all about. So, I mean, it's just people. I don't understand this. It's been proven time and time again that Facebook is not private. It's not your private thoughts. <laughs> so, you know, maybe that's why you're not getting your promotion. And um, your friends should tell you that. If your friends are the first people to like what you post, they are helping you not get promoted. So there's that. And then the other thing is uh, last week, this show actually got quite a few listens and some feedback. But yeah, if you do focus on your life goals, the way you focus on sex, especially when you're young, you know, whatever you put that kind of intense focus on, it's going to blossom and grow and happen. You know, I know that uh, it's tricky to think about, but yeah, when you focus intensely on something, it, it normally happens unless it's not meant to be. And if something is not meant to be, it's not meant to be. But we have all had that sensation where you focused in on what it would be like to have sex with someone. And then you were actually having sex with that person. And it was either better or um, just as good as what you had imagined. So that's, I mean, I hate to say it, but that's how we should be living our lives. You know, you should be thinking about what your new job is like, you know, down to the last detail, you know what's what's your who's your favorite co-worker at your new job you know what's that person like what's your boss like what's your favorite thing about uh going into work you know really get into the details now we'll do that for something sexual but we won't do it for other things that we want to enjoy um you let your mind roam if it's gonna pay off sexually well i'm telling you if that's the thing that that helps some of my podcasts make more sense to you, then yeah, I'm there you go. Approach your life like you approach your sex life, the way you think about sex, especially when you're young. You know what I'm talking about. And this is true for girls too. I hate that they always make it seem like only teenage boys care about sex. It's not true. Uh, That's why you get so many pregnant girls. They weren't all like uh, trying to hold on to their virtue. People like sex. So... Uh, That's not the domain of boys. Boys and girls both like sex. So it's like if you could focus on it with that kind of intensity, I'm telling you, your life will transform. But think about things other than just sex. You know what I'm saying? Like think about your job. Think about your ideal life partner. Think about, uh, you know, the things you want to see happen and unfold in your life with the same intensity and attention to detail. And how you know it's going to happen. You know, that's basically the secret. (laughs) But I'm just using a sexual formula because we all can relate to that. We're all just primitive beings, you know. And as you get older and your body starts to realize you're not going to be making babies, uh, that laser focus tends to go away. (laughs) But up until then, you know, everybody's brain is clogged with the same stuff. You know, um, and even even if your intention is to not produce children, that's why your body is the way it is. That's why your body's feeling those things. You know, your body wants to procreate, um, even if that's not your intention. 
So there you have it. Uh, basic primal behavior 101 with Judith A. Culp. <laughs> but I just want people to, you know, get the point with, that I'm trying to make, which is essentially, if you want something to happen, you really have to focus intensely on it. And you have to know that it's going to happen. Um, you know, you've had that feeling too, when you just were confident that, yeah, I met this person, this person is into me, I'm into them, and it's going to happen. It's the same thing. It's the same energy. Just apply it to your job. Just apply it to your life. You wouldn't live your life without a roadmap. You wouldn't want to walk into a place where you don't know what it's going to be like. Imagine, imagine that. Because if you can't imagine it, you won't recognize it when it happens. You know, and it's, it's just, it's a powerful way to visualize the things you want in your life. Just use sex for that purpose. You know, nobody will be mad at you and you won't catch any diseases or get pregnant because it's just your imagination and you're applying it towards your life. The big picture, not just, you know, get out there getting freaky and, and, uh, oh, speaking of that, I was watching this show yesterday. I had some time before, um, I had to uh, run the errand that I took the day off. Well, actually, I didn't take the day off. I did some work, but I'm rambling. Here we go. So yesterday, that paternity show, have you guys ever seen Lauren Lake's paternity? There was a poor young lady who was 19 or 20 years old. Her mom, and I know this is Maury Povich territory. It's not new, but her mom had been with four men. She brought two men on the show. They turned out to not be the dad. I mean, how heart-wrenching for this girl. And I get it. Like I just said, we're all primitive and primal. Everybody, if you're doing it right, everybody loves sex, right? It's great. But four dudes that you could possibly be pregnant by is a lot. And you're going to bring your daughter on TV? Oh, man. Like, that's, that's just, that's a lot. And I don't know how a daughter doesn't go, why were you such a big hoe? You know what I mean? Like, just in a real honest way, like, what were you trying to accomplish by having so many men? You know, talk to me. Nobody should have to guess between multiple dudes who the dad is. You know what I mean? Like that. And I'm not judging this lady. I just, I just don't understand, uh... I just don't understand how you get in that position and then put it on TV. You know what I mean? Like the poor daughter, I just felt bad. And like, she was crushed that neither one of these dudes was her father and they both wanted to be. That's the thing. I don't know. Like maybe pay attention. Like also too, I think people are way, 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 way too cavalier about who they have children with because yes, while sex is awesome, uh, having children is work. And if you don't pick the right person who's going to do the work with you and maybe partner with you and raise these kids, I mean, whoa. So I don't know. I like that show because Lauren Lake is really good with, with the people. She was very good with the girl because the girl was devastated and she doesn't judge, even though she's a judge, she didn't judge the mom, but she does always caution people to like, Hey, you know, you, you you might want to pay more attention, but it, it was a lost cause. This lady is old now. I think she's 40 with this 20 year old trying to figure out who the dad is. So I don't know. We live in interesting times <laughs> and nobody's embarrassed about anything because <laughs> I don't know, man. I would just be looking at my mom, my mom like for real, like for real. You don't know who my dad is 
for real, you brought me on TV and it could be two other dudes. Okay. That would have infuriated me as the, as the daughter. Because then like a big chunk of, of, you know, and I recognize that I'm pretty fortunate. I grew up with my dad. We were close. He was a good father. He was so funny. And we had a very good relationship. And I, I recognize that a lot of people don't grow up with that. Um, and I was very fortunate. I was close to my father. Even after my parents split up, I was really close to my dad. Um, and it's a gift. It's a blessing to be able to have that and to know uh, a big chunk of my personality where it comes from. You know, I my dad was funny and smart and just an interesting guy, a people person, super faith-filled, uh, everybody's favorite uncle, everybody's favorite neighbor, everybody's favorite everything. And, uh, you know, to, to not have that would be devastating. So I guess that that part is where I empathize with the daughter. And it's like, man, and not only have I been deprived of this opportunity my whole life, now we're on TV and I'm still deprived of it. And she's, the mother says she knows where the other dudes are, but I don't know. That's just one way to live. I would, uh, I would advise against that. You know, like, don't, don't live like that. Because it's the children that suffer. Now, this girl will never be the same. You know what I mean? She's already been traumatized. But to be traumatized on TV, I don't know. I would, I don't know. I probably wouldn't have gone on TV. <laughs> I probably would have asked them to just, you know, uh, meet me backstage if it's them. And I want to be off camera, which probably means we wouldn't have been able to be on the show. But I don't care. I don't want to be traumatized on TV. It's just too much. It's just too much. All right. Happy Tuesday. I hope everything is going well for you. I hope you're working on your plans. We're in the middle of October. And, you know, things shut down in late late November. I mean, people just start sort of packing it in because they're ready for the holidays. So let's get things done. Let's get those businesses started. Let's get those business plans written. Let's start focusing on our goals, whatever it is. You know, it's almost time to even start thinking about 2020, which is going to be very interesting, FYI. Very interesting year. All right. Talk soon.